I'll leave you with this with Dustin Chaffin. So you were stuck on the train? Yeah, the train didn't come. <laughs> it didn't show up. It didn't show it just up? didn't show up. I mean, when you live up. in New Jersey, it's yeah. just sometimes the train just decides it's not coming. Do you have a car? I do. Oh, I okay. live in Clifton. Oh, so okay. the problem is when you come in here, then it's like parking, finding. I'm not. I'm only coming in for this. Oh, I geez. wasn't. I didn't have spots. Or anything. No, no, no. no, no I don't feel bad. No, no, no. I usually come in. I usually go to like I'll go to the gym in the city and then come. Okay. Like I was gonna, but then now it's obviously I screwed it up. So okay. I'm just glad I'm here. <laughs> I don't want to leave you hanging. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, you're one of my favorite um, uh, comics on stage. You, I definitely love watching you, and I also. Which is more of a compliment. One of my favorite comics off stage. Like I Thank feel, you. I feel like anybody yeah. can be funny on stage. You know what I mean? Like yeah. whatever. That's just that's just after a while you figure it out. But off stage yeah. is the true funny person. That's I some, agree with you. Somebody's really truly funny off stage. I agree. Like you funny know? is that the the inherent quality of being funny. Yeah. You should be able to be funny off stage. Some yeah. guys are or. Comics are hilarious on stage and off stage. They're they're aloof. They have no personality. <laughs> they don't get jokes. And you're like, how are you? Yeah, can, can you bring that guy over here? Because that <laughs> this guy I don't like at all. Be that guy, or like, you don't be around me. And you're always like just hilariously like just about to quit. And so yeah, like, you even said that when we you showed up because it's that's like, a credit. I use that as a credit. It, yeah. Oh, I love it. It's yeah. It, but it's like we're all there. We're all like one check spot away. Yeah. From just freaking just getting rid of this entire thing altogether. We're always on the cusp. Yeah. And just I mean Starbucks. And you, you start thinking Starbucks has good benefits. You know. Yeah. You start just, yeah. You start just like rolodexing things yeah. that you could do. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah, or you're on stage and you're asking people, you're handing out your resume. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Like a hard copy? Like you're, I've done that. You're like LinkedIn, like as you're talking to them, you're linking yeah. in. Yeah. I've, I've about I go, that. people, if you look on your table, you'll see a hard copy of a resume. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to take that to your employer. That's a really funny thing to do. Just like before a set. Just like, just in case. I don't know how this yeah. is going to go. And I'm looking for options. Looking for options. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but you play all perfect gigs. I mean, you never have like gigs that make you question stand. <laughs> well, wow, I you feel like I feel like mo- most of all of our gigs, the perfect gigs. Now we were just talking. We were just talking to Jared Fried, and he talked about doing stand up in between uh, on a baseball field on a minor league baseball game. He did. <laughs> yeah, they had like in the, I guess the what is it like at the after the seventh inning? I guess they oh the stretch. stretch. Yeah, yeah, they did stand up comedy. Oh my like, god, <laughs> like on the mound. That <laughs> is like, hilarious. Had, like a bunch of kids in the crowd. Are you really? <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, I've heard other things. Uh, this guy. Um, well, you know what the first thing I thought of because we're talking about desperation. Oh, oh, oh. I, who books I, that? <laughs> yeah, who books it. <laughs> Who books that goddamn thing? And exactly. why is he doing it? If it pays, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I this guy, um, his name was Billy. I forget his name. Billy, Billy something. I don't know. But he did a movie with Dustin Hoffman, like uh, where Nicole Kidman's naked in it. I don't know. Okay. Billy Barthwaite is a movie. Yeah. Name of the movie. I don't know. That's his little credit. Like he. Uh, you know what I'm talking? About? You have no idea. What no, about. I didn't see the movie. Okay. <laughs> but I like to see her naked. Yes, yeah, just good naked. It's like full frontal. And She's naked or Billy. No, or, she's, oh, okay. No, no, Nicole Kidman's really naked. naked. <laughs> he's not in the scene where she's naked, okay, but he's okay. in this movie where she, that's all I think. Uh, Dustin Hoffman's in it. Uh, she's naked. Okay. She gets out of her. It's one of her early naked works. You ever, you ever try, like, I'm the worst. Like, you watch a movie 
and with your girl or something, yeah. and then like you got your phone with you, and you're like, oh, that chick's hot, and then you just Google if she's ever been nude, <laughs> and you're just like, you're, just, you're literally sitting yeah. there next to your girl, yeah, and you're just like looking yeah. at nude pictures. She has, she can't see your phone. She has no idea. Just looking at the, <laughs> the so nude pictures of that French film she did in like '87. Yeah. Yes. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you forget that they're your girl. You yeah. get so close to your girl after a while, yeah. it's like it's like your sister. Oh yeah. It's like check out the rack on that. <laughs> I actually said last week I saw a girl somewhere with my girlfriend. I, and I said, so that's the type of girl I date. She goes, what? I go, no, I'm saying if I was not with you, I would be re- trying to date her. Yeah, like if you died or something. Yeah. yeah. But you got to watch it. If we go on a boat ride and you accidentally you yeah. know, fall into got the Got thrown ocean. off yeah, yeah. by your hair. Yeah. By <laughs> I've tried killing her, by the way. Have I don't, don't yeah. want to get into that. You have, well, you have funny stuff with your girl. Like You guys have funny videos. Oh, we do. Yeah. yeah. She's, a, she's, a, she's really... She gets, uh, you, she gets you riled up, man. She does, she yeah. Yelling, bro. We we actually get like sometimes I film it when it's it's kind of a simulation, but we're actually it's really something that we were she's talking Italian, about. She's Italian, full full on. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm a little Irish, you know. A little Irish. And I have Italian. a little sanity. Oh yeah, that's a good that's a good combo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Irish temper, Italian temper, Italian yeah, anything uh, temper. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just jerky. Hilarious. Yeah, she's like like Brooklyn, like Long Island. Like, you know, her fam- her dad was like an ex like, a cop in like Crown Heights. Oh wow. Yeah, he, they're very, uh, you know, she comes from a very... Oh, see, that sucks, too. You can't get too rough with her. Right, right, up. right, right. No, I just call her dad to do it. Like, can you just punch her? Yeah, just punch her in the donkey puncher. But we, she lives with her family, too. So when I first started dating her, Still? she was like, she lives in the base. A lot of people in Long Island, they live in their basement. It's Italian thing, too, isn't it? I don't know. I, I never <laughs> lived in my basement. I've been on my own since I was 18. But yeah, she's, me too. All, all, they all live out there. I think like, it's a European thing. Is it? I think maybe kinda... it's a lot of these like Greek, yeah. Italian, and lazy thing. But, yeah. yeah, they live in the basement because <laughs> to save money, and the guys sure. do it too. A lot of men do it. They live oh, with their families. I wish my parents lived somewhere where I could live. Me in the too. Basement. I wish we could both move in with your parents. <laughs> I would get the hell out of here, live with you and your parents, then live around here. That would be fun. My mom's uh, she can't cook though. I feel like your mom can cook. Yeah, my mom she's all right. But her family, she her families, they're big into like your dad. You wake up a Sunday morning and they can yeah. smell the meatballs, and oh, nice. he's up there toiling away at making like a dinner for the week. Oh, that's nice. that's where she comes from. It's very yeah, heavy. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't do that, but she comes from that. But when I first met her, she was one of the. They're very old school. She was like, "Oh, you know, we're in a serious relationship." And I was like, "Would you take like a month?" Yeah. I go, "I don't think this is." She goes, "Well, no," because she's like, you, "You met my parents." I'm like, "Well, you live with them." Yeah. I mean, when I picked you up that time. <laughs> Your dad was mowing the lawn. There was no other entry to your house. It's hard not to meet them at that point. Yeah, I tried to sneak around the back. Yeah, I was just trying to go to the bathroom, and there's your dad. Yeah, very, very. And he's a very, he's a very aggressive guy. Very, yeah. you know, alpha, okay. tough. Like, is she supportive of your comedy? Yeah, she, yeah, she, she gets it. Yeah, okay. That's see, that's hard to find. Well, it's she like, she gets what our goal, you know, our dreams are. She gets it. She's very independent. Like if you date, I feel like if you she date, lives in her parents' basement, but yeah. she's very independent. Yeah. That's kind of a, that's kind of a weird, that doesn't make sense, does it? She's independent. Yeah. Like she's got her own passions and everything. Yeah. And she does, she, like I've dated girls that like they're waiting on you for, for, you know, it's like they have nothing going on and it's all around you and you're okay. like the, the center of the world. You take her on world. gigs? Yeah. Sometimes. Like I went, took her to Boise. 
Oh, that's Idaho okay. for five days. Paradise. I tried to break up yeah. with her, though. <laughs> but I had to take. The, we were sitting next to each other on the plane. So that's a good girl me. that'll actually go to Idaho with you. Like, yeah, you know, I, you know, I, I was in Idaho, but Idaho's a beautiful place. It is a beautiful place. Like, people, people think it's farmland. It's they, not. It's not. It's mountains. It's gorgeous. Mountains, the Teton I, Mountains. Like, yes. it's it's really pretty. Hiking. It's, it's near Jackson Hole. Like, it's a nice. Yeah, people just it gets shit on because you know there's some crazy people out there. Yeah, you know, there's some like gun, gun toting. Yeah, just crazy. gonna say that open yeah. carry. Yeah, 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 and that's a, that's a little sketchy when you're just like yeah. you let it go, at an Applebee's and there's like some, some guy walks in with an M16 <laughs> yeah. and he's got it around his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, and he's just sitting down. Yeah, I get the special. Yeah. <laughs> I get a pitcher of beer. Yeah. I'm leaving right now. But uh, that is scary when you see open carry when people are just walking around with a weapon. You don't yeah, we don't see that around here. Yeah, I mean I understand it like like in your car. You know, yeah. some shit goes down, you know, in like trunk. a glove box. Like, have glove a gun box. in there. I have no problem with that. And even a gun rack, that's old school, you know, yeah. whatever. But, yeah. yeah, but you really gotta, you really need to walk into Walmart with it. You yeah. know what I mean? Everybody's yeah. white. You don't need to walk in with it. <laughs> <laughs> right. You don't need it in there. You certainly don't. Uh, you know, or or at the mall, you're going to the mall with that thing. Like, really? You're like, what do you what do you need that for? Yeah, because what if you much. have something that just snaps in you? I believe yeah. I'm at, like, especially comics. Like, we're, I mean, it's. I feel we're always just you know think, a day away, a second away from just like having a meltdown. Yeah, you, you could yeah. have that with when you got a fucking gun on you. Yeah, that's yeah. not good. I think you're right. I think you've yeah. if you're imagine being a comic with like a gun on you. Yeah, and somebody just that last heckle you can't take anymore. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, bah, 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 bah. Right, and the next day people are like, "How was the show last night?" Well, the comic he was he was decent, but he his closer he shoots somebody. Well, he killed. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the headline. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Comic kills. Check him out on tour. Check you could out. be the next one. So, so you've had an interesting year. Um, yeah. You've had a crazy comedy year. Yeah. Comedy two years, two about a year and a half, whatever, a comedy. I, probably been, two years now. Two years now. Yeah. It's been two, really it was exciting. two summers ago when things started. Yeah. It's been yeah. exciting to watch your whole evolution of like comedy and like you've busted your ass for years and you've been grinding. We've been, yeah. I see you. You're like, we're guys that like, you know, we're hanging out with like the gladiators with like the, the one arm just hanging yeah. out in the corner <laughs> yeah. at the arena. And be like, hey, yeah. what's up, Bob? You know, <laughs> so walk yeah. by each other. But uh, but no, it's been cool watching you. I I really believe that, that you know. It, it, maybe you tell me how you feel about this. But with sure. w when you're in when you're newer in comedy, I find comics are very very competitive with each other, and, they, and they're always like looking at what the uh, you, you know. There's a lot of judgmental stuff going on. Yeah, backstabbing. When you're in the game a long time. I, I don't know. For me, like you just start appreciating everybody that's been in the fight with you. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and you stop worrying about what they're doing or what they're getting or what you're not getting. And you just sure. go – and there's a respect thing because you know that it's a – you're kinda, toiling at it. Kind of. You know? It's like on a good day. That's yeah. How we I mean, of course, there's days where you're like, that motherfucker. <laughs> are you kidding me? That guy on sucks. On a good day where yeah. you know, 80% of the time I think we're there. But then there's those days where like, really? This oh, guy? Yeah, of course. This, another opportunity? Yes. Really? Yeah. Yes. Come on, dude. It's like I wouldn't even give you checks. Like that's just so funny when you see somebody like get some TV thing. You're like I wouldn't even like give you a guest spot. How would how right, you right. that? I wouldn't even let you waiter <laughs> yeah. at our show. <laughs> I'll let you feed my fish. Like, just some weird. Well, that's things. a beauty of when people that are in the business that uh -huh. have been doing this for a while, like you, you and I. Like when you do get something, it is a victory because a lot of people in the business. 
they're getting stuff not because they're funny, because of the for casting pe- purposes. You yeah, know, they're yeah. young, they're fitting a certain demographic, they're a certain you know ethnic background, whatever it is, and they're getting stuff handed to them, and they oh, don't yeah. appreciate it because they didn't really put the work in yet. Oh yeah. They didn't so when I get stuff, I'm like, hey, well, when they're like, oh, that's great, it's like, yeah, but I've been at this for like eight, 18 years. Yeah, you know? you've so been grinding it, man. But, uh, yeah, I've seen you out there forever, and it's been the Thunderdome. It's been nice watching your rise of, like, really cool things. And, like, yeah, you're one of the few comics that, uh, you know, it's like I think you got pretty excited about Trump being president. I was. I voted. I, I, I actually voted for Hillary. This is the truth. I voted for Hillary because I, my mother made me feel guilty because yeah, I was, like, yeah. pro-Trump. I was all Trump winning. And my mother's like, you, like he, he, she's not qualified. Like she, she's, and then I was standing in line. I'm still, like, four people deep before yeah. I go into the box. And I couldn't decide. I was like Trump, Hillary. Then I was like, maybe I'll just write something in, yeah, yeah, like yeah. write in David Lee Roth, like just because I didn't want to like vote for either one of them. Then yeah, I like, just yeah, write yeah. in something. Sure, sure. And then I was like, all right, I guess I'll, she's more experienced. And then I wrote it, but but I was rooting for him. Like that night, I was like, please win Trump, please, please. I I, I my vote won't matter anyway because she's going to lose New York. It's Democratic. It doesn't matter. So I'm sitting yeah. there, but, and then he won. I, I couldn't believe it was nuts. But oh. for my career, you know, oh, it was for your career. And a lot of you um, that don't know, I mean, it's like your, you know, the Donald Trump impression is, it's it's really, what I like about it is it's actually funny, where it's not like a lot of Trump impressions are like, they might be kind of, like, they sound like him and whatever, but you, you add this, it's a, there's this bob to it that you add that's really funny, like your Thank own you. personal funniness. Thank so you. what I need to, <laughs> it's like, it is funnier than everybody else's, in my opinion. It really Thank is. You. And I'm Thank not just you. saying that because you're on this, this hit show we're doing today. But uh, it's, <laughs> but it's funny. It, it makes me laugh. And I think you, and you exaggerate the funny things. Like, I've seen you do like the impression and like you're doing stand-up almost and which yeah. is very funny when you're like yeah. kind of roasting the crowd hey, this guy the black guy was yeah. and you're like fucking with the crowd and um did you like with the impression is it did you like watch hours of trump tape or yeah. like how did yeah. you how did you like find that you could actually do well, i know you've done impressions before so i'm yeah. just curious how this one came out so it started with with uh wanting an snl audition and having to do something contemporary okay and not being, I didn't want to walk in there with an Al Pacino or something. That's embarrassing, yeah, sure. right? Um, so I was like, I got to work on something hot, blah blah blah. So I, 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 he was right during when he started running, and I just started like I was like, oh, this guy would be great, and I was like, I, I couldn't do it. Like a lot of impressions, sometimes like the first number of months you're trying to do it, you can't do it. When I was when I first started trying to do it, it sounded like my, my dad was coming out. Yeah. It was not even close. It wasn't Trump at all. It was my father. My favorite joke that you do is um, the girl want to see a dick pic, so I showed oh. her a picture of my father yelling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the one joke my dad hates. He walks out when I do it. He'll walk out of the room and be like, you know. Best joke in town. Best joke in town. Then my dad will lecture me and go, you know, the audience wasn't laughing with you. They were laughing at you. But then the joke's funny. Now, you were making the audience uncomfortable. That's why they laugh. Don't do jokes about me. Impressions. Can you do impressions, Anthony? Do you do any impressions? Um, Who can you do? I can't do anybody. Not I, really. I, I think my normal voice is sort of almost a, a, a Ray Romano. Oh, uh, I can do that. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, I can oh, hear it. I hear it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hear it. Right. Yeah. That's about it, maybe. That's, I'm the same way. Where I can do like... <clears throat> You know, McConaughey, uh, law says you can't touch. Yeah. But I see a lot of lawbreakers in here tonight. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. What about comedians? 
Comedian. Do you guys see a person in comedians? No, but other like Bill Michaels. Here's my Bill Michaels. Nobody knows who that is. (laughs) 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 That's it. Great, right? Very subtle. Decent comedian. Very subtle. Oh, first, let me bring you in the house. So, uh, been on Comedy Central, uh, The View, uh, tons of cool stuff. Open for Kendrick Lamar. A lot of amazing stuff we're going to get to talk about. Uh, Bob DeBono in the house, everybody. And if those of you listening, Bob DeBono, he's funny. He's a great comic. Um, and so, what? Uh, who are some comedians uh, you can make fun of for us? That can impersonate. Yeah. Well, I used to when I used to be a waiter. At, you know, before I did comedy, I used to see Rich Voss all the time. Yeah. So that was that was like the fr- that was an easy one, you know, because yeah, he's just boss. got the whole you know loosen up, okay. <laughs> the other day, I jerked off. I came in my eye, and I want a stuffed animal, okay. Loosen up. I got I got more, more credits than anybody. You want poetry? Go to Soho. <laughs> my wife has the flattest ass yet and I was banging her from behind I thought I was fucking Jackie Chan's face <laughs> that was like the first voice well, I okay was, I was telling somebody the other day that thing that we did when I tried to do that hijack comedy thing where you did his act that's right I forgot you did about his that. act oh. I, I had you do the seven minutes that he was gonna do that's right and we held him away. up we held him upstairs and then you got on stage and you did his act, and then he had to come down and do the exact same seven minutes. And he bombed. And he bombed his ass off. It was <laughs> hilarious. Did he ever have a clue? No, I he mean didn't. he didn't. He knew something was going on because yeah. he knew I was fucking with him, but he didn't yeah. know what it was. He, he could, didn't know. Hey, I think he kind of processed it at some point. He's like, "Did you guys hear that?" I think he said, "Did you guys hear that joke?" Or like something. Like eventually, <laughs> but it was like, and then he, of course, he couldn't fathom the idea of maybe he's just bombing, you know? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Which could totally happen. Absolutely. Yeah, but it's uh, but it was really funny. They would do that with me with Opie and Anthony. I used to call Opie and they would have him in the studio and they go call me and they go, Bobby, you gotta call up as him and he wouldn't know it. So then they would be like, Oh, we got a phone call and then they would be like, Oh, who's this? And I'd be like, Who do you think it is? Okay. A real celebrity comedian. And then Voss would be in their studio going, Who's that? And I go, It's you <laughs> Okay, you D Ray comedian, get out of the studio. You stink. <laughs> And that we would do that like regularly. <laughs> That's hilarious. Who else? Who else you got? Comedian wise. Uh, like comedians. Yeah, uh, kind of a Ted Alexandro, but that's more of a physical one. But like, yeah, mm, little sloppy, slap bowl. Mm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Louis C.K. is making fun of Louis. Yeah, do we have? Do you <laughs> want to do that impression? No, no, Wait, hang on, I can do that impression. Let me take my pants hey. off. <laughs> Let me get these fucking pants off. <laughs> Get that cock out. Who else you got? Warren Holstein? <laughs> no, I don't do a Warren. Wait, hang on. Let me complain. <laughs> Sorry, Warren. I'm kidding. <laughs> Who else you got? Oh, this is fun. How about Jody uh, Wasserman? Oh, my God. Jody I, I just got. I just have to start crying. Yeah? Yeah? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah? Who gives a shit? Nice. Oh, Danny Cohen. Jody Wasserman, she's crazy. Absolutely crazy. <laughs> She was crying at the subway. She was crying the whole time. She was absolutely nuts. <laughs> That's my Danny. All right, two more, two more. Two more, my two God. More. Come on, two more. Well, I'm starting to sweat now. I'm trying to think of what else <laughs> I, like I can it, pull I like out it. here. Sweat, sweat, sweat. Other comedians. Uh, what else did you do? You did somebody else. Um, Maybe famous ones. Huh? Well, Gaffigan. Well, that, anyone oh. can do a Gaffigan. No, hooray, 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 hooray. That's it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of one of his jokes. Pop tarts. Yeah. Yeah. Hot pockets. What was that joke Hot used to pockets. do? Like, you ever yeah. see, like, some. What was the j- joke? Uh, 
You ever be part of a couple? Oh, no. We ever be single and all you see are couples? And then yeah. you're part of a couple and all you see are hookers? Yeah. <laughs> all right. We got one more and then you're done. One more. Wow. Done. All right. Um, obscure. I like the obscure. I'm trying to think of who else we, uh, yeah. we, 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 we hang with. You know, Visconti, um, who's basically boss. Um, <laughs> boss Light? Boss Light. <laughs> He's a... <laughs> <laughs> um, who else? I'm going to throw some names here. Um, Dimitri Martin. <laughs> I don't know really his act. You know, can you do him? Anthony else. <laughs> you know his... <laughs> 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 You've been doing his jokes? <laughs> and every, time he puts out, every time he puts out a special, I have to get rid of jokes. Oh, because oh, why? He's doing the it's same. The, it's similar. They have the same temperament and like the same... Monotone you know, one-liners with guitar. Of, like, yeah, they get guitar. Like It's like weird kind of kooky stuff. Yeah. It's similar. It's just, it is so. Your, your yeah, style is very yeah, similar, yeah. It's not, you know... But it's still you. You're were still you, you. Was he... Were you like uh, somehow inspired by him? Not really. I knew he played guitar, but I was... Uh, I was inspired by uh, Zach Galifianakis doing the piano thing. Oh, okay. So when I saw that, then I realized you, I didn't know you could do that in stand-up. you stand play up. the piano? Yeah. That you yeah. could have music like that. I, I mean, yeah. I'd never seen it before. Um, so that was what it was. And then, and then I, when I started, I was aware of Dimitri Martin, but, and I like him. But. I mean, he's still got it. He really has quite a niche. I mean, he yeah. really has a huge following. I mean, yeah. But oh, it's yeah. very, it's very... Specialized, I think, right? Anthony has a book. <laughs> yeah, I he know. Books too. Remember, I told you that after the shows, you sell those books. Yeah. Remember, like book one night book. you had like ten books. Yeah, and then you went home with fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> People were bringing the books back from other shows. <laughs> I read it. I don't like it. Where are the photos? <laughs> Remember, I told you he did a guest spot on our, the show. They yeah, I go, yeah. dude, bring your books. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah, do. I go, you don't have to be on the show. <laughs> Just, bring, just show up just with the box outside the club. Yeah, and then when they walk out, I go, yeah. Well, you don't, you didn't see me. You, you read the book, and then you can come see me. You know? nice. I sold I, I sold Tom Cotter's CD for about a year, make two hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> I sold. What do you? Yeah, what do they want your DVD I, for? Yeah, they just yeah. saw me. Yeah. Why don't you take something you you, you can't get normally? I sell a Shakira CD actually after every show. <laughs> yeah, why not? Hips don't lie. That one. Hips don't lie. Yeah, I mean, one. we got to push some product around here. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what's a crazy story? You Please. ever like go somewhere when you're doing a show and then they have like a guy on the show and they're selling something way better than you. Oh, and yeah. now, but you're the headliner and they're the feature and they got yeah. this and you're like, so I, I did this, but remember that place Snickers up in, uh, it, it was in Snickers? Indiana. Snickers. It's called Snickers. It was a shit. Hilarious. Box. Worst names. Comedy horrible. clubs have the worst names. That's horrible. Got to be top five. Yeah. The competitor <laughs> in, in town was yeah. the Milky Way. <laughs> and um, it was a horrible name, stupid, right? So I go there, and I'm the headliner guy. I've never done the, in the Midwest. Like uh, this yeah, is like, right. so this is like, a, I I wasn't prepared for this. So I don't have any hunting or fishing jokes, and I and I went there, and I didn't really have the material. But I thought I would could do well. I was doing well with the other stuff I was doing. So I go there, and they go, "Oh, your feature act is a, is a local guy." Well, all right, whatever. <laughs> they usually are. Yeah. Guy comes out, and it's a guy. And you may, if you ever did the road, maybe you ran into this guy. He's a, he's got no his arms he's got no arms oh, and he's got God. no legs. <laughs> what? Yeah, he's got stumps for arms. It oh ends my at the God. elbow, and he's got oh my God. and his legs end at the knee. How do you follow a stump guy? You don't. You can't. Well, you, you can. It's very easy to follow him because he he can't walk. So you just stand there. So he 
He he does. He can. He's got yeah. like little. He's almost like a, like a, he would refer to himself like a, as a seal, because he could walk, but he would be on the oh ground using these flippers as oh feet, yeah. and the arms were ending at the elbow. So I remember he walked out, and the first thing I felt was horrible. I'm like, oh my yeah, god, yeah. this is terrible, and I felt I was like, it's tragic, like this yeah. poor guy, and. So I felt terrible, and I was very compassionate. First show, first night, he hasn't gone on yet. The MC goes up, and then he goes up, and he's fucking killing. Yeah, because they're all like he's the whole thirty minutes is all about um, my <laughs> flippers, my I can't drink, oh and it's God. like so now by the end of his set, I I, I went from feeling really sorry for him is to he, now I fucking hate him. Yeah, I fucking I want to Fuck rip his flipper guy. right off. <laughs> I wanted to pull the flipper off his fucking body and throw it like a dead fish across the room. I was furious. What's he sell? Prosthetics? Like, well, that's the great thing. And now he's killing, right? Okay. He comes off, and he or and he's doing and he's cocky because you know he, you know he's local. These are all like people that know him. They probably he probably performs there every week, yeah. and they're loving him. And I'm trying. I'm sitting in the back like. What the, and you're trying to figure out what are they laughing at? You ever like you ever watch a show and you're watching a comedian? And you're like, I don't even know why they're laughing. What are they, you want to yell oh, yeah. at? Them, why are you laughing? What? What? Are, I yeah. don't get what's so funny. He he's got a thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. like I don't have shit. Like I don't have uh, OCD. You, yeah, 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 plant jokes. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so he he goes out and he crushes and 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 that's the first show. I go up and I and I struggle mightily. I'm like yeah. I can't. I'm like the first show. I remember sweating. I was stammering. Like they just didn't had. It was almost like he brought out 150 people of his friends and said, "Don't laugh at the headliner." Wow. <laughs> so we're we are like five shows. So this is like night one. So now after the show, he's he's like, "Oh, they go." He goes, "Oh, do you have merch?" I go, "Well, I have a, a, a CD I sell." He goes, "Oh, okay. If you don't mind, can I set up next to you?" I go, "Yeah, I don't, I don't care. We have a big table. No worries." <laughs> so now we go out there, and I'm and, and I'm get off stage and he's already set up because he's the middle guy so he's had like an hour to set up so I go up there he's got a the table I swear to God it was longer than the Last Supper it must have been 35 feet this table in length and he's got about 150 books they're books like yours on the thing on the table right and then my thing is I don't even I have a little round like thing that was not even a table it's like for an, a lamp and that's and I done on the and he did it purposely this little fuck so I'm like mother and I'm like oh mother so now I look I'm like what is this book he's selling right you know you have a good book right yeah, yeah. his book it's him a picture of him <laughs> sitting on the floor oh, no. at the oh, bottom no. of a staircase. And the photo is taken from the top of the staircase, so he's kind of looking up with his flippers oh to the stairs. Oh, no. And the name of the title of the book, ready for this? I mean, nothing like really playing on sympathy. It's, it says, the name of the book is titled, I Can Do It. <laughs> and it's him looking into the top of the stairs. <laughs> like, I think I can make it. <laughs> I wow. was fucking livid. He just crushed. I bombed. He knew I bombed. He knew he crushed, and now he's selling a book called I Can Do It with a picture of him trying to go up the stairs. And I have a CD of a picture of me in Long Island at, like, Governor's wearing, like, a Van Heusen shirt, like, you know, with a dumb face on. And I'm like, well, now I'm going to sell nothing. Oh, and I'm making, it? like, shit money, like $700 for the week, and my flight was five. Yeah. He oh sold – he must have sold, like, 150 bucks. And better yet, I even bought one because I was so – I was like, I know I got to get one. I look like a dick. Everyone else bought one. I'm going to look like I'm being you know, a jerk. 
So yeah. I bought one. Oh, wow. Then he goes, do you want me to sign it? <laughs> That's when I almost attacked him. I almost attacked him. <laughs> he said, do you want me to sign it? I almost, I was like this, I, mother, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw that fish arm right through the window. <laughs> And I, and I I never again. Well, I ask when they add, when they book yeah. me now. They go, "There's going to be a local feature." I go, "Does he have flippers?" <laughs> and there's usually silence. And they go, "What are you talking?" And then I just hang up. Wow. Yeah. I don't. Oh, wow. I don't want the flipper guy. Yeah. Um, that was a bad one. You've had yeah. stories, I'm sure, like that are. Yeah. Horrible. Well, just uh, merch tables is funny. Like I was just Riccadonna, which we all love, but he. I was impressed with his game. Like he had like. Bumper stickers, two times of bumper stickers. Oh, he, he had, he, and I love him. He's a good friend. And he yeah. had a shot. And we were like co-headlining, which is you basically you got the better spot, right? And right. I went last. Oh, right, right. <laughs> That's all that is. Yeah. And so, and so, oh, yeah. And he's got like shot glasses and t-shirts. That, like he had so. He's much. got a pharmacy. He's oh yeah, <laughs> he so much going on, and, and you love him, so you, yeah. you don't you don't care. Yeah. But it's re- it was really I was in, I was like geez when you're bringing out porcelain and stuff with the, like, the shot. What do you hear? Clinking of glasses when you're setting up your yeah. merch table. It's like, come on, dude. Like, calm it down. <laughs> right. He's telling furniture yeah. and tables, ottomans with like his face on it. Exactly. He's got like a pool lamp. Now, it's do like, you have? What did you have that you were selling? I just had a trucker hat. The, the trucker oh. hats that I sell for the oh. that are the that promote the podcast. Oh yeah. You should have had a book yeah. that you were selling called titled "When <laughs> Comics Try Too Hard," <laughs> and it's a picture of Rick Adana with all of his merch. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody this will explain that you can get it no, I, you know I love Rick and Donna and that's yeah. it was a bit of a hilarious I was just like and I and he was just killing me too and he just kept going yeah I just made 400 bucks I was like yeah I made 40 that's what yeah, I made yeah, yeah I told, sold two hats and then I had like a and there's a funny thing because I, I don't sell CDs anymore because I feel like who the fuck has a CD player? Even right. these shitty gigs we do, people do. But I yeah. still feel like you know yeah, we yeah, gotta bounce right. out of it. So I got a download card, and then I spent literally nine minutes trying to explain to this guy what a download card was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you go, yeah. you go to the internet, you know, like 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 a Walmart card. Walmart, like you go into Walmart. No, like a Walmart card. Oh, <laughs> like, God. like on the internet, on online yeah. internet. On you have to get on the internet. <laughs> I feel like we, we we're almost like we're almost too smart for our own good. It's almost oh. like you got to dumb it down and be like, oh my god! If you sold like a shoe yeah. that has nothing to do with your act, it was just a shoe, yeah. a pair you'd of be shoes. Off. You'd be like, they, oh, I'll take, I could use a shoe. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so Rick Adon is. I mean, he's probably doing a lot of road stuff, so he knows what people like. Yeah. You know, the shot yeah. glasses are oh, a big he deal, totally right? Knows. Like he's a master. Like he because he plays. He does. He does a lot more road work than I. Do. And he's he's tapped into that that market. Yeah, like he's yeah. a good comic, and he also like is knows how to like you know his he knows who his audience is. Yeah. Now here's a question: Do you know what do you think about a comic who's on stage and the last twenty minutes is them just pushing their merch? Oh yeah. How, how do you feel about that? Um, you know, Mark has a quick joke and it's really funny. Cause oh yeah, it's, that's because yeah. it's a story right. about like putting all the bumper stickers. Up. But there's some guys that will go in and yeah, it becomes this like. You know, just like they spent half their act just yeah. trying to, you know. Like, I mean, I saw a guy do 20 minutes of pushing, re, re like asking the audience and then re asking them for 20 minutes, and his set was 20 minutes. He was the middle guy. <laughs> Anthony's really funny because Anthony will do, he'll be like, so if I stick around, you're going to buy my book? And then a lot of us in the back will be like, no. And so he, he'll, go, he'll go, should I go home or, sh- or, you, or should I stay so you'll buy my book? And then we'll in the back, we'll always be like, go home. Nobody's buying the book. I never, knew, I never knew it was you guys. I thought it was the audience. I was like, why are they being such dicks? 
I thought they liked me. <laughs> we, without, if, I, if I'm in earshot and can make it, I'll always go, go home! I'll always go. Always. But I, you know, but I have lines for either way. You yeah, now yeah, you're fine. Yeah, but, yeah. but well, this thing is he's in the city, so which is ballsy. Yeah. And he's like, he can pull off selling books in the city and stuff, which is tough selling merch in the city because you kind of look weird. So for some reason, Very it feels weird, weird at like a stand up yeah. club in, right. in Manhattan. And Just being on the no, sidewalk, you know? Because also, there's no room at many of these places yeah. to put, set it up. You don't so get a you table. look like a, a Voss does it. He stands outside. You ever see him? <laughs> yeah. And he just holds his DVD yeah, and goes, okay, two for one. <laughs> you can get two for one, okay? That's what I do. I'm yeah, on the sidewalk, I've, I've and they walk it. out, yeah. and they they can't yeah, believe that it's real. They don't. And then I walk over, and I whisper in the ear. I go, he's homeless. <laughs> <laughs> that helps a lot. So <laughs> Then they go, oh, we'll take ten. I go, oh, shit, it backfired. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, I think it's you, you, it's good to have if you have like Rigadani said has a joke that leads into it. That's funny. Yeah, it's yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. It's worse. For some guys, it's it's almost like it's so desperate. Yeah, where yeah. it's like you're making the audience uncomfortable. Like you, oh, you yeah. know, oh, that, that I never want to be that guy. No, that's weird. I'm yeah, trying to or learn, this is what I love about Rigadani too. He's he's such a sweetheart. He's like so he gives like. You know, he gets half the money back to like whatever charity is happening, and then, and then of course, I'm just like, I don't want to do that, <laughs> but I'm like, yeah. I have to, you know, yeah. you're just giving half the money back. Yeah. Yeah. I can't be the dick. It's like I'm taking all the money. Yes. <laughs> so then I'm yeah. gonna be like, oh yeah, I guess I'm giving it back too. Yeah. I guess you saw, you know, it's just hilarious. Yeah. What do you do there? I would just say I'm giving it to a charity, but I have leukemia, yeah. so it's going to my fund. <laughs> That's the charity uh, that the he's charity. actually raising the money for, Rick and Don. It's for, yes. it's for leukemia, it's, it's which for is what I have. It's for, it's for the leukemia <laughs> that I caught from this girl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you, I mean, you know, I know you've probably talked about it before, but, um, you know, it's like doing all this crazy Trump stuff. Yeah. Know, just doing all these, like, mm-hmm. you know, like private parties and tours and, like, it's crazy. TV stuff. And it's, uh, yeah, man, it's like... You've taken a jump with like, ex- yeah. like just you know these gigs that just were just came out of him being president. Yeah, people wanting to see like a version of him. That's how much of a cartoon character he is. I'm sure. Yeah. Out yeah. of all the presidents, like he's got to be like the most cartoonish. Oh, in absolutely. So many ways. Yeah. That it's like you're able to kind of like absolutely know, make a living off of this. It's fantastic. It it it, it, it is, and, it, and you're it's... the only one that's. That's really getting anything good out of him being president. Yeah, <laughs> I think Brian Scalero said that when I when he won that night. He posted. He goes, "Well, I'm really upset, but at least the bono's going to work now." <laughs> we I all could, said it. We're yeah. all talking about. Yeah, it. we're all like, we're all like, oh, fuck, well, at least the bono. Like, I was you know. shitting in my pants that yeah. night. Like I when he, I couldn't believe it. Like it was yeah. watching the Super Bowl, and you're like oh. watching this yeah. unbelievable comeback, and you're like, what the? Fr-? I couldn't believe it. Yeah, and yeah. the next day, people were like, oh my god, you're going to be getting so much stuff and I, I didn't believe it i was just like well i mean what maybe i, I was hoping to get on another tv show sure. I mean, was, uh, you know the nightly show was a was such a tease because i was like for years that's what i've been trying to do is you know do character work yeah. and do something Comedy on Central a show great. then they and then they come and that was like you know it all started with um you know i i, I made the reel and then i okay. approached um uh what's his name um uh Alban, uh, Rory Albanese, who is the oh, okay. producer over at The Nightly Show. And I used to see Rory loved, like, always, oh, like, oh, I love your impressions. And I would always do, like, you know, Voss and characters and other comedians sure. and then select whatever. And then I told him, I said, you know, I just, I, I've been working on Trump and I used to go on Race Wars with Kurt Metzger. Yeah. And I was like, I just, I got it down. Like, if you ever want the character, I just kind of got it. 
And it took me like four months to get it down. I'd work on it at night. And it starts, a lot of times the impressions start with like one word. Sure. Just one word. Like it was just like, jobs, jobs, China, China, China. And then the word becomes, and it's a sentence. Yeah. We don't like China. We don't like China. We love the, we, lots of jobs. Unbelievable amount of jobs. And then we just used to start work. That's how I do it. Yeah. And anyway, he was like, I'm going to show it to Larry. And uh, all of a sudden, like within like a few weeks, he's like, Larry wants you to come in. And uh, he wants to see the Trump come in. But they put me in makeup. Yeah. Right. Do a re- dress rehearsal. All the writers are in the room. And all of a sudden, they were like, oh, this is great. And that night, I'm on the show. Oh, wow. That, that night, night, I'm on the show. I was like, I'm sitting in a dressing room. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, I can't. This has really happened all so right. fast. And then a week, two weeks later, they bring me on again. And then yeah, it's like several times, yeah. Yeah, and then it was like we want to sign you to an exclusivity oh, contract. So Seven cool. months, you're the Trump, That's Comedy great. Central, write you a check. That's fantastic. A holding deal, boom. I'm like, oh, this is That's now meanwhile, when this happens, you're you're like, Oh, all the people, the naysayers that said, Oh, you're too old, you gotta be under thirty, you gotta be mm-hmm. this, you gotta be that. All those people, the managers, the the agents, the people that are like, No, we can't submit you to yeah, S N L or because you you know, they want under thirty. It then you're like yeah, I yeah. just I just worked my ass off, and I showed that talent really outpowers you know what your stigma is in sure. your mind of what you think that I have to be. Absolutely, you know, just be undeniable, and yeah. I, and luckily in that. Did any of those people come back a little bit? Like they're trying to like they're trying to squeeze you a little bit, and you're like, ah, eh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know what? Funny enough, I still went back to some of these people. After I was on SNL and sat down with a few of these managers and said, look, I just did a season on Comedy Central. Ba-boom. I just toured with Kendrick Lamar. Maybe this is before Kendrick Lamar. But I was like, I just did the comment. And and I was just like, can you just reach out, submit my stuff to SNL and go, hey, because they're going to need a Trump. Now, we, this is when they had Alec, but Alec was thinking about leaving. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, there, and I was like, all you need to do is just shoot him an email and go, I have a guy for you. And he also does tons of other voices and celebrities. And all you got to do is open the door with that. You yeah. just tell I, – I would do it, but I don't know who to send it to. They're going to take your email. They're not going to take mine. Yeah. And they would sit there and go, I don't know. I mean it just seems like one of them was like, I don't know. You know, do you, I think you, we need to send a whole reel of everything you do. And I'm like, no, you don't get it. Like yeah. just, just send this as the yeah, – They were dicks again. Yeah, they didn't get it. They didn't understand. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm thinking, all right, if you don't want to make 10% of all the money I'm making, okay, that's fine. I'll pocket it all and sure. I'll do it myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what we all learn to do is that you have to take control yeah. and go, you know what? If you don't get my vision and understand how to utilize me, then I'm going to do it myself because Absolutely. no one knows you better than you. Oh, right? yeah. That's what we have to do. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what we are. It's like we got to brand ourselves and believe in our brand. Yeah. And it's like hopefully we can get somebody that's going to hype us out. But if they don't get it, then what's the point? Like you, like yeah. my whole thing is just like if you're with somebody and like a manager or something and if they're not totally in love with you, yeah. like like my guy busts his balls all the time and stuff and he's, <laughs> he listens to the podcast. He yeah. knows I love him. Yeah. But, you know, I've said some stuff before where it's like, hey, I didn't get the work and so I shit him, whatever. But he believes in me. Right. And he believes in what I do. And I think it's like that's huge. Right, you know, and he's got my back in the sense yes. of like talking good about me and getting yes. my name out there. And so it's like I would rather have that than yeah. some than yeah. maybe some somebody who might be bigger in the the business, but you're an afterthought. Yes, and there's a you lot know? of these and big they have too many people, which yes. is a lot of times they just have like twenty people. Yes, a lot of these agencies they they have they they're just grabbing people in hopes that 
hey, if we hold on to this person long enough, maybe something will happen. Yeah. But they don't have that relationship that you have with your manager. Yeah. And they don't even really necessarily know about what they are capable of doing. Sure. They're just hoping. Yeah. Um, and that's it's, it's, it's upside down, the business. It's not really about talent anymore. It goes back to the casting thing where it's like, well, this kid's young and 23. Let's grab him before someone else does. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. maybe something will happen. So oh. the, the Kendrick Lamar thing, like, how the yeah. hell did that happen? That's a, like, yeah. like, did you ever think and envision in your life as a stand-up comic that you'd be opening for, no. like, the biggest rapper in the world? Not at all. Like, that's insane. It was insane. I, I still, insane. I still don't believe it, you so know? So you went on tour with him for how many shows? Uh, it was uh, almost four weeks. Wow! Eight, 19, 18 cities. That's, I mean... Arenas. That, arenas. You know? Arenas. This I is, mean, like, huge. You know, like... In, he's a great rapper, and he's he is, just, his yeah. following is phenomenal. Yeah. Like, he's the guy. Yeah. Like, that's so crazy. So, basically, what happened is after uh, the nightly show went off the air... Um, which was right before the election, a month before. They, the, the, the ratings were not good, and everyone was upset about it, and the show leaves. And nobody thinks he's going to win, which is probably why Comedy Central just got rid of the show, you know, thinking, well, Hilarious. you know. Now he wins. What did they know? They, they did not know. know. They did not, they know. not know. They, they should have brought it back immediately, right? Yeah, exactly. So now the show's off, and I'm like, oh, well, my phone's going to ring. I mean, every, I mean, I'm like a free agent now. I mean, <laughs> if I can't be on that show, I'm, there's got to be another show that's going to want Trump. Has to be. Has to be. Yeah. So now <laughs> for like – so. You know, a couple weeks go by, nothing happening. A couple months go by, and I'm like, what? Like, my phone's not ringing. No one's yeah. calling me to do anything for Trump. Now, meanwhile, on the side, I'm getting all this private work. I mean, doing private events. Yeah, that's mean, great. Went out to Mackinac Island well. and yeah. performed for like 2,000 Republicans as Trump. I'm getting hired by Mika <laughs> and Joe Scarborough, wow. by their friend, to perform at their engagement party. Oh I'm God. in their house in a mansion with... Um, uh, uh, who am I next to? It's like Mayor de Blasio, uh, Charlie Rose, uh, Donnie Deutsch. Um, Was this before he got in trouble, Charlie? Uh, well, yeah, right. <laughs> you know what's funny? Two weeks before. Martha Stewart. Yeah, Al Sharpton, Martha Stewart. I'm sitting in a room, and it's not like a big party where there's all this entertainment. It's just 50 people, all these rich one percenters in a room, and I'm in the kitchen of a mansion with the makeup on, and they go, All right, come on out. <laughs> and Mika and Joe don't know you're coming, and I come out there and I give a 10 minute speech as Trump, standing like I'm stand, sitting in front of no? you guys. Yeah, um, yes, I did oh, nice, have a microphone. Nice. Yeah, John Kerry was there, and I'm, and no one knows they they don't know how to if they should laugh or not because they know Mika and Joe hate Trump. Yeah. So they're all, the only one laughing was Donnie Deutsch. Everybody else was just like sitting there, like they didn't know what they were just like, <laughs> like looking around. They didn't know whether they should yeah. laugh. And I'm in there. I'm being Trump and being yeah. the, that guy who's like insulting everyone. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm telling Donnie Deutsch. I'm like, Donnie, we love Donnie Deutsch. Great guy, unbelievable guy. We love Donnie, but I think it's pronounced douche. <laughs> we all know that it's more douche than Deutsch. Believe me. And then he's laughing. He's like, he's like literally bending over, like crying, laughing. Meanwhile, no one else is laughing. And Mika and Joe Scarborough right in front of me, and she's like, like she's like the starry eyed over. She thinks it's hilarious. Yeah. Joe is like un- almost like kind of uncomfortable. And then meanwhile, I got John Kerry behind me sitting on a windowsill, and yeah. I'm like, John, I think we need to go back to Vietnam and finish the job. What do you say? <laughs> This time, let's get her right. Get her right. Come on, Jay. Maybe we'll bring McCain. He's, he doesn't know how to win. He got to win. He doesn't know how to win. Did he take that joke? He did, he stared at me. He oh didn't. My like, God. He, did, he oh. was just like, like nobody got. Al Sharpton was. I think Al Sharpton was laughing and Donnie Deutsch and nobody else. That's hilarious. And I just went around the room like, we love Al. Great guy. Great guy. Well, for a black, he's a great guy. The other, 
We don't know if we trust him, but he's not a bad guy. <laughs> 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 that's just got to be amazing to just kind of be in this world that yeah. you would never be in and you get hired even if you were like a like yeah. top of the the notch stand up comic you wouldn't be in that environment you're 100% you right you wouldn't be in that type of party situation right i mean here you know, i it was like, it was and and then i'm standing here after i get off and martha stewart's coming over like oh, i got there late i kind of missed what you were doing there and i'm standing there with trump and she's talking to me like she's my buddy yeah. And Al Sharpton's with, you know, over, everyone's like talking to me and hanging out and all these like big wigs and it's surreal. And for me, yeah. I, if this was like 15 years ago, I probably would have been kind of starstruck. But, you know, we've been in the game a long time. Sure. We've met so many different people yeah. and we've earned it. Like, I don't feel like I'm, oh my God, I'm around these people. I feel like, look, I, you should you be lucky dues. I'm even here to perform. Exactly. I mean, this is what I do, you and know? Nobody's going to be able to do it like that. Like people can do yeah. Trump, yeah. but roasting and like being a stand-up comic yes. like Trump, and that's a very good that's point. That's the niche you have because yeah. you can go in and you can be like I just—it's so fun to watch because you're yeah. basically just working the crowd as Trump, and yes. that's that's where it's like that's where Bob comes in. Yeah, you're you know? right, and that's that's yeah. really what makes an impressionist. Um, because when people talk to me about impressionists, I tell them like, you can hire a guy that can do an impression. They could be a lookalike, yeah. but they they can't do so the impression. Be funny, or it could be a guy who does the impression, but he doesn't. He's not a comedian, so yeah. he doesn't know how to make it funny. Yeah, but I tell them that because I'm a comic, I have we have the chops yeah. that I can utilize that. <laughs> yeah, and it's like because the stuff that you're able, and it's got to be fun too to be able to get away with what you can get away right, with right, because right. you're being Trump. I mean, when I was, I did something in Tahoe where <laughs> yeah. I was me and the the top Obama impersonator, and we had they hired us in Mount Blue. Um, in Lake Tahoe last February, President's oh Day, and it was like 300 oh people. It was like yeah. a, it was a, a very wintry. Uh, there was a storm, and yeah. and people were like in this lodge. Yeah. And they brought us in for President's Day for a special show. And the night before, they had like some like you know 80s band playing. And Obama comes out there, Reggie. He looks exactly like oh, I Obama. Know that guy, yeah. yeah, he's phenomenal. I think I had the same guy from the East. Yeah, out here. Yeah, yeah. yeah phenomenal. Great. Yeah. And he lives in L.A. now, and. Uh, then so what we did the whole idea was we we're gonna have a rally. So he went out and did like twenty minutes as as Obama. And then I come out as Trump, and I just and I had the I got to show you the video. You'd really enjoy. I never showed anybody. It's on my computer, and I just came out and I just started insulting everybody as Trump. <laughs> I'm like, you know, total. Look at the horrible lesbian, horrible lady, horrible lady. Look at her. She, no, no wonder she's single. She's a real train wreck. Believe me. And then I'm like, look at the Chinese guy. We horrible. China, you don't like me, but I like you. I guess you could say our relationship is sweet and sour. <laughs> and I'm just mocking everybody yeah, in the room. And and it, it, it crushed. Anyway, they're bringing us back out there. I think again this year. Oh, it was like a great. big hit. That's so funny. But I got it's great. Like you said, you can if you have the comedic chops to do oh, it and yeah. all the experience and I can say thing. whatever I want because yeah. Trump says it anyway yeah no it's a beautiful thing and so quick thing so then you get the Kendrick Lamar thing talk about that real quick so, so I get a call I get an email one night I'm sitting yeah. home on my computer getting an email saying hey uh, um, this is uh, a manager for YG I don't know who YG is yeah. um, would you be willing to uh, go we're looking for a Donald Trump character to go on tour uh, uh, 18 cities 30,000 people to show all the way, it starts in Anaheim, it, it ends uh, in um, Miami, American Airlines Arena. This would be a rock star shit. Yeah, right this there. is in, in one week. And I get all, I'm like reading this email. I'm like, I get, I'm getting nervous. Like my hair is standing up in my head. I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? It's like, I got to, you have to do it. You have oh, no yeah. choice. Now I'm stressing out, like, oh my God, 18 cities. 
Like, are they going to fly me? Am I going to take a, on a bus? I don't know what's going to happen. So then I get on the phone with them, and, they're, and the guy's like, yeah, I'm, I'm YG's manager. And, you know, he used to have, like, a, a Trump video that played, but now he wants a Donald Trump. And we saw your clips, and they, we found you. And he's like, can you be out here in 10 days and start in San Jose? Um, and that's our first show. And then the next night in Anaheim, the next night in Sacramento, we have two days off. Then we're in Salt Lake City. Then we're in Nebraska. And I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, uh, yeah. So we had to nego- negotiate a price, yeah. and which was good. It wasn't outrageous. It was good. It was good money. Yeah. And But I was like, it's more for the exposure. You know, I want to sure. get out there and meet all these people. And then there, and I was, I thought in the, in the contract that I'd be basically like living in a hotel. Like you do the show, stay in a hotel. The next day you get on the bus. Here we go. It, it yeah. What I did not know because I didn't. Yeah, here it is, everybody. So when everyone tells you going on a tour, um, you may want to read the, the small print because when I showed up in Anaheim that night uh, on my flight, there was a bus and there was like 14 to 20 uh, Compton gangbangers standing outside of it that all had probably been in jail and probably hurt someone or maimed them or killed them and they're all on the bus and now oh i'm like God. where do i go and they're like well you're going to go in that little cubby that's your yeah. bed yeah. and you're going to live amongst uh, us on the bus and i was like well what about the hotel you guys said it was a hotel well that's only on the off days well one of the off days well like one or two maybe a week but the other five days you're on the bus oh, so that night i had a panic attack i'm laying inside of a, a little little bed which was like the size of like a pizza oven and you have nine or ten other people on the bus with you and it was like two two other rappers that were yg's friends kendrick lamar had his own bus there he had he had six buses um and we had i think four and um we had like two strippers a couple of white guys and the rest of his friends were from compton that were just buddies that he gave jobs to oh my god and you're waking up in the morning everyone's smoking pot day night you go back you do the show i'm on stage for only four minutes not even and so when I go out, right before, you know, YG goes out, he does like 30 minutes. He's got a song called Fuck Donald Trump. So before he sings Fuck Donald Trump, Trump comes out. The audience knows seeing Trump, oh, here comes our song because Trump's yeah. coming out. And then they, of course, it's like WW Wrestling is like, oh, my God, that's Trump. And then now they're all flipping out, like yelling shit, throwing shit at me, throwing <laughs> bottles. Fuck you, Trump. Fuck you. I'm like a villain. And I'm out there saying the worst shit ever, you know, like. Like you know, like I'm I'm gonna grab so many pussies tonight. It's gonna be, and look at the, and we're and we're in Anaheim. A lot of Mexican women. I'm gonna grab them by the tacos, <laughs> and they're flipping out. They're like, this guy's a fucking. Ass. They're fuck yeah, you fucking. Ass. They're screaming. The moment I walk out, they're screaming. And I'm like, I just came from a KKK meeting. Unbelievable meeting. Beautiful meeting. Great meeting. Oh my god. And I'm just saying the worst shit. And oh, and, and and YG loved it. He was like, oh yeah, you know, get them all pissed off. And then. And then he comes out. I would run off the stage. He would break into fuck Donald Trump. Now we're done. And now, like, you know, now Kendrick comes on. It's like a break. So during the break, I would walk out into the arena. You know, like 30,000 people. I'm like, well, I'm going to utilize this, go out there and meet people and network and Instagrams. So I would walk out there and people – and this is when you – you know, one of the cool times in your life where you feel like, wow, this is this is what it's like if I was a celebrity. Yeah. I would walk out in the arena. All the lights are on. They're, changed, they're doing a whole set change. And people are like just hanging out there like they're at a ball game. And they would see me walk out and people would literally be running down from the rafters, lining up like 50 people deep to get a photo. Oh, wow. I mean, and it just never ended. For like the next half hour, just lining up, running down, getting photos. Wow. And it was like, this is what it's like if you're like a big shot. You know, I was a big shot every night for like a half hour right in the middle before Kendrick. Then Kendrick would come out. 
Show ends at you know eleven o'clock, and then our bus would leave at two. And from eleven o'clock till two, I would stay in the arena because you go back to the bus. There's like a bunch of people in there getting high. There's nowhere to go, nowhere to sit, and they don't like. Oh, the sidebar is they don't like me because I'm white, and they're in the you know they're really from the hood, so they don't trust white people at all. Yeah, especially they don't even know me. Yeah, and I'm a white guy, and there's just a real wall and up. They think you might like Trump because you're doing Trump. Yes, so. like they couldn't separate it. Like <laughs> I would be out my out of my makeup, yeah. and they they would walk by me on the bus, and never would, did they ever like want to hang out or go get a bite to eat, and they would just like fuck trump fuck trump and i'm like no no no, i'm not in the makeup it's bob it's bob de bono comedians play the character no fuck trump yo fuck trump i'm fucking put it you're gonna catch a bullet motherfucker <laughs> i'm like catch a bullet i'm me they didn't they didn't get it you know yeah they couldn't like separate it but they couldn't beat the shit out of me or because I, yg needed me every night yeah. so there were a couple of times where it got dicey where i was like i think I think one of them wants to stab me, yeah. <laughs> but I had, but they needed me that night, so they couldn't really yeah. fuck me up. That's hilarious. Hold on a um, and then, so you go from that, like arenas and like yeah. all this crazy, like feeling all the celebrity love, and then, and then you go to like a Tuesday show in New York City with like twelve people. How's that transition? <laughs> like, I think it's the yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> It's what we feel every night. It's what I felt every night before I went on that tour. <laughs> broken, yeah, just broken, uh, endless. Not, it, it, my it's go, my career is going nowhere. Yeah, why is it? Why am I working so hard at this and 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 nothing's happening? And I'm frustrated. So it's easy. All the feelings that yeah. we all feel, which I still right feel. Back. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I'm, 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 I feel like here's what happens. I think too is just like from just collecting all that from you is. We learn how to, you know, be better at certain things in this business. You know what I mean? Like we, like, you know, I feel like you learned a lot in how to market yourself and how to brand yourself and how to negotiate for yourself and how to, you know, get next level for yourself. And, and, and as, you know, and only because I was, a, I went to school for, for business. Like I was, oh, a, you did? Oh, I was okay. a marketing guy. Oh, so well, at yeah. clear chance. So when I got out, I luckily had the tools yeah. to know how to build a show. Yeah. Like the show we do, or or market myself. I if I didn't have that, I'd be like a lot of people. I would be yeah. a mess. So. Yeah, no, I think it's you know I I've kind of learned that from you know the comedy streets, if you will. Yeah, but you know you got to like definitely put yourself out there. Yeah, I we're think hustlers. A lot of comics, yeah, you don't do it. I mean, it's like I've you know I go through three cards a week because I'm changing. You know, I got something yeah. else I'm adding to the card. You know what I mean? Like you yes. got to keep constantly doing that. It's exhausting. It is exhausting. You know? Seven days a week. Wait, <laughs> that's where you need a girl to, who gets it. Yeah, you like need an they, intern. Seven, I yeah. tell my girlfriend, it's, this is an eight days a week yeah. job. This is not – she works, you know, for Calvin Klein, yeah. you know, nine to five, and she's done. I'm like, my job's – she's like, oh, you're always on the phone. I'm always waiting for you. It's like, well, that phone, it has money at the end of it. It's either a booking or a gig yeah, or yeah. something. And eight, I can't just – Put it off till Monday. Can't do you, do, it. do you have a quick um, crazy hell gig story? Can you? Think oh yeah, of yeah. yeah. Which, it's a legendary. Which you want to hear? Which, it? Yeah, it's, absolutely. What do we got? Well, uh, there's the two, but I'll share one. We can always share both. We can. We can okay. Get two in. So, so oh, real quick, I was auditioning for the Borgata. Um, uh, it's like twelve. I don't know, twelve years ago, and uh, uh, Victi Potato. You know, Victi Potato. Hey, hey, don't Vic. He's like, I, I audition. He's gonna audition you. Ray is gonna audition you from Pips. He's gonna see what you do when you go down there. He'll love you. He'll love you. <laughs> so uh, that was my last comic impression. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "Touching my hole, touching my touch my hole." <laughs> so I go. Uh, so I go down there, and this guy. Did you ever meet that guy, Ray? He was like yeah, this ex boxer. Uh, not from, really. I yeah. came to Pips later, actually. 
Yeah. So he was a guy that I didn't know, but he was a guy who worked at Pips. He owned Pips or something. Now he's booking the Borgata. And, and uh, you know, I was like, I'd never done casinos before. I was brand new at it. I mean, at the time, I was probably like seven years in. And uh, I go down there, and the guy, he's like, he's going to audition you. You're going to go down on a Tuesday night. The place is, seats about 950 people. They'll probably have on a, on a, a good 500 people that night. They're all going to be old. They're going to be like in their 80s. Tuesday night, they bust them in. You're going to do an audition set. I go, oh, fine. Okay, great. Okay, so that day I had an audition in the city. My mother let me borrow a car. I didn't have a car at the time. Drive down the Borgata. But I, I hit traffic, and now I'm freaking out. I had this late audition in the afternoon, got in the car, and I'm, I'm, I'm mass traffic. I can't. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to be – I'm never going to make the, this thing. The guy's never going to book me again. He's going to flip out. I got to be down. The show's at like 8 o'clock. So I get down there literally at 10 to 8, 10 to 8. I'm like running in. I got, I got khakis on. I don't have time to shave. I don't have time to eat. I don't have time to go over my notes. I'm a really OCD. Like if I don't look over my stuff, like I get really all, I'm all over the place. So I run in and I run down to see the guy and he's in the green room and everything's really professional. Everyone's got, you know, the, the headsets. And it's like, all right, five minutes to showtime, five minutes to showtime. You know, this giant curtain and, and there's like 10 or 15 people. You feel like you're on the set of a, of a movie. It's so organized. Yeah. And I get down there and uh, the guy, Ray, I see Ray. I go, hey, Ray, I'm just checking in. I, I'm doing a guest spot. I just want to let you know I'm here. Oh, yeah, yeah, go, you're doing a guest spot. Okay, so I'm going to go later in the show, right? Like I guess in the middle or – no, 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 no. No, you're not going to go in the middle. Okay, I guess later at the end. Who's the MC? Oh, there's no MC. Okay, so I go at the end or – no, you're up first. No MC, I'm up for so I'm the MC. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So now I'm like, oh my god, I gotta go up first. I, I don't even know what I'm gonna do. I gotta do 12 minutes. So I walk into the green room. They have a giant green room. It's the porcelain, real fancy. I'm sitting there. I'm trying to figure out my set list. I'm now I hear the announcement. Uh, two minutes of showtime. Two minutes of showtime. Curtains. Two minutes. <laughs> Get to your places. 500 people out there. I'm like, oh my god. I go in there and I'm peeing in the bathroom and I'm trying to figure out my set. I'm, I'm in a total panic. And as I'm peeing, after like 25, 30 seconds, I'm, I'm almost done. I realize, like, oh my God, I'm looking around the room. I don't hear any water, like, in the toilet. I look down. I'm pissing in my own pants. Oh, no. <laughs> my thing was out, but my oh, no. belt buckle was oh, no. in the way, oh, no. diverting the stream oh, no. into my own khakis. Oh, no. Khakis? Yeah. Khakis. 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 So now people, this is what people, they shut down and they go, yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't believe that. I go, no, 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 no. It wasn't like, oh, we've all had a little come out and you've got a little blotch there, like like the size of a quarter. I was almost done. Do you understand that? And I had to really go. I was almost, that's like 47 seconds in. I was almost done. The whole set of pair of pants. This is all true. You can ask uh, Richie Minervini. You can uh, any because he was there. I'm drenched to the shoe. You could have wrung my pants out <laughs> with your hands, and and, and they're khaki, so it obviously yeah. is very clear that I pissed in my pants because yeah. one leg is drenched and the other one's completely dry. Oh so my it's my God. crotch and one leg all the way to the shoe drenched. <laughs> so now I'm like, holy shit, this is so something so typical. What would happen to me? So I'm like, what do I do? I'm panicking. I'm like, do I go lean up against the sink and just say, oh, you know, I I, I the, the sink was wet, but it was so obvious. That you can't explain how you have all the way to your shoe is drenched. <laughs> and you smell like piss. Oh, my God. So I walked out, and he was on the phone. And, and they're like, okay, 30 seconds, 30 seconds. And all of a sudden, the, I, I'm, I'm hoping just to run past him to get to the stage. And I scurry by him, and he's on the phone. All of a sudden, I see him go, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, 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 what are you doing? What are you doing? 
Hey, turn around a second. Hey, hey, what's up, Ray? I'm just getting ready. Hey, hey, what are you? What are you? Oh, my God. Hey, Richie, the guy pissed his pants. <laughs> hey, the guy pissed his pants. Look at him. He's nervous. He's fucking nervous. He pissed his fucking pants. No, 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 Richie. I, I, I'm not nervous. I, 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 my belt, my, I wasn't, I don't hold it when I go. It was in the way. The belt, I don't, never hold my penis. I've never held it in my life. I just stand there and push under my balls and then, and the belt ball goes in the way. No, 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 you're fucking nervous. You got to go on stage right now. No, but I can't go on now. I got to go on and go to change. My pants are upstairs. I'll be right back. Give me 10 minutes. No, no, you're going on right now. So then I'm like, oh, fine. And then Richie Minervini's like laughing his ass off and he's like acting like he really cares. He gets a napkin. Oh, use this. Use that on what? <laughs> On on my pants, I wipe it down. They're drenched. So he goes on. He brings me out. It's all true. He makes the announcement because he does the announcement too. He's like, "Hey everybody, welcome to the Borgata uh, Spa and Comedy Club uh, here at the Music Box. We want to bring out our first comedian from New York City, Bobby PP the Bono. <laughs> Give it up for him." True story. I went up there. I bombed for twelve minutes. Everyone's staring at me, sopping wet pants. Never had me get back for six years. Oh, my God. It took me six years to go back in that oh fucking place. God. And then he would call me because he got very sick. He passed away. He had cancer. Yeah. And he used to call me when he was medicated from his hospital bed. And he met me once, this guy. Yeah. But it, it was so legendary what happened. He would get really drugged up and laugh about thinking about it. And then call <laughs> me. And I go, hello. I would never recognize the numbers. I'm Jersey 609. I go, hello. Bobby Pee the Bono. <laughs> what are you doing? You, you want to come down next week and shit your pants this time? <laughs> and then you hang up on me, motherfucker. And still not book me. <laughs> wow. Yep. That's, I mean, that's phenomenal. The worst part is you go, oh, he probably made some of that up. None of it, no. none of it was made oh, up. Oh, I know you. It was all true. It. Oh, I know. I get it. Sadly. That's freaking amazing. That's can you do one more quick one? Yeah, All one right. other one. Uh, new, okay, uh, Alan, you probably did this gig. Ramada in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Yes, yes absolutely. Steve Bix. Yeah. Hey, it's Steve Bix. Come on down. Let me see what you're doing. Like, uh, you come down. I have your feature. <laughs> yeah. And if you do, if you do a good job, maybe you, you, you come headline the next time I do it. You know, he's always one of these guys when he talks to you. By the end of the, the, the sentence, he's out of breath because he was really fat. You're like, come down. You, I wish you to do it. If you're really funny, then you come down again. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh, all right, great. So I go down there. <laughs> My first time featuring. This is like 14, 15 years ago. I'm like the featuring for this guy. I'm like, they audition. You know these guys. They like, hey, do it. Then they're all comics too. By the, you know, they think they are. They're like yeah. the bookers, but they go on yeah, and up yeah. front. And they do thirty and they destroy the room. Like they, no one laughs. And then you go up and they hate. They hate everyone. Hates yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. And then they blame it on you. And you're like, no, you just bombed for thirty minutes doing pope the, the pope jokes. They're, they're horrible. <laughs> The Pope, he's like, a, the Pope is a piece of shit. He's like, calling the Pope a piece of shit. <laughs> so he goes on stage. He go, I go down there, and there's a, a, a guy there, Jim Haliva. I don't know if you ever worked with him, a guy from Pennsylvania. He's the MC, and then I was the middle, and then there was a guy who was the headliner who I never met. So I go down there. I'm getting ready. Allentown, PA. The, it's like the Ramada. You've done, I'm sure you've done this, I think right? I have, yeah. It was a room where. It's a blur, but yeah. Yeah, and you would, you would, you would, it was originally at one point, it was a Steve Bix gig. Maybe it might have at one point been a Linda Rowe gig. I don't know. But you go down there and you stand on the stage, and there's nothing in front of you. There's a, re- a bar on the right and a restaurant on the left. And the stage, I mean, what moron does this? They set the stage up because they were, they wanted to make everyone happy. So you're basically, you got a wall in front of you, and then you have a room over here and a room over there, which is ridiculous. So I so I go down there and there's this little tiny stage smaller than this table and there on the on the um, on the the table is all this shit like like a magic show it's like a magic show 
there was like a top hat, there was like a, a, th- a thing and a, a cape and and all these weird fun. a cage for like a Ooh. bunny and all this weird shit. <laughs> and I'm thinking, and this is back when I was doing a lot of these camp shows. Yeah. So I just get there. There's no headliner around. There's this kid Jim Haliva and Steve Bix. All right, tell me Steve what to do, and we're gonna start like we're gonna start 15 minutes late because uh, we're waiting for people to get here. Okay. I'm like, oh, great. So now they all show up, and these are like bikers. Like, they're fucking, it's a Friday night. They're miserable, these people. They're miserable. Like, yeah. one side's bikers. The other side are like just like like really country bumpkin people that never went to a live performance in their life. <laughs> and they're eating. They're not even there for the comedy show. They're just there to eat. They're trying to leave. Shepherd's and they're trying pie. to keep. Yeah. And people are like, stay, stay. We got comedy. We got comedy now. Don't, don't leave. We don't leave. And they're like, people are like, oh, jeez. And they're saying against their will now. <laughs> so the show starts. The guy, Jim Haliva, goes up. Yeah. And he bombs. He, I mean, they hate him. They're, they're th- people are throwing food at him. <laughs> throwing food. Bikers are throwing food wow. at him. And they're Phoebe yelling. Herman gig. Yeah, <laughs> yelling shit. Now, meanwhile, I'm like, oh, my. I'm, I'm sweating. I'm like, oh, my. I gotta, I'm, I, this was my big audition. Like, now guy's never going to book me again. These auditions. Jesus. So, <laughs> right. And, you know, and for us, it's like, you know, it's like, yeah. and to us, it's like this huge audition, sure. you know, for yeah. the Ramada for life. in Allentown. For our right? whole Hollywood uh, right. showbiz life. Right. Like, yeah. if it doesn't work out, it's over it's forever. Done. Yeah. It's done. We yeah. put so much on oh, it. I just had one recently. Yeah. It's horrible. So while I'm standing there and this kid's up there tanking, this guy comes down with a bow tie and a tux. And then and the guy, Steve Bix, goes, oh, that's the headliner over there. That's the headliner. And I, and I go, oh, okay. But the guy didn't come over and talk to us. He just was by himself, older guy, probably in his early 60s. And he disappears. He's got like a tuxedo on. I'm like, oh, fucking, I'm thinking, what well, fucking any wearing a tuxedo? You're in fucking Allentown. I, you shouldn't even be wearing pants. He sucks. <laughs> <Play> sucks. <laughs> So I'm like, I'm already judging him. I'm like, I'm fucking idiot. That guy is a hack. So the guy's on stage. He's yeah. like 10 minutes in. He's bombing. And now I'm getting nervous. And then meanwhile, I'm thinking, I look over. It's the, wait, the waitress. I go, where is all that shit on stage? Why is all that shit up there? How the f- how am I going to fucking go up there and stand there with all that shit there? And then she goes, oh, I don't know what it is. I go, well, they should move it. Why didn't they move it? They must have had a kid's show earlier today. And they didn't even move it. Now we got to stand there in front of a table with all this, a top hat and a cane and this and that. So I'm like, whatever. I'm like, I'll make do with it. I'll stand on the corner on the side of the stage. So anyway, the guy goes up. He tanks. Now they like, bring me up. He's like, Steve Bix, all right, let me see what you do. Go up there now. Go up there. Do 20. Do a good 20, all right? The best 20 you got. So I'm like, oh, fuck. So I go up there. I'm like, all nervous. I go up there. The crowds, no one's listening. People are eating. People are shouting. They're talking amongst each other. They're ordering. They're yelling to the waitress, like, you know, on the other side of the room. I go up there. I do two minutes. Uh, hey, everybody, what's going on? No one's, uh, no one's looking. No one's looking. No one's <laughs> laughing. No one's thinking. No one's hearing me. No one's. Yeah. Everyone's in a conversation. It's just like boom. I'm just standing there with a mic, and not, so now I'm like, fuck it. I got to go into my improv. That's how I started. I was an improv sure. guy when I started. I start going. Oh, I want to start going. Let me grab that fucking hat. I put the thing hat on my head. <laughs> like you know, Ozzy Osbourne. Everybody is a magician. <laughs> I can't believe it. Who fucking who, who fucking out in town? Who fucking yo? Who punch your fucking bike? Is there? What what go do crazy? And then I'm doing. And now all of a sudden people are like, oh, oh it's, it's my Ozzy. So I'm like doing that. I'm like, oh, all right. So then I grab the other. I grab the cape. I put that on. I'm doing Ozzy. Hey, go fucking me. Hey, fucking mine sucks. Now more people. Ozzy. They're like, now people are style. People are the, the droning of the me doing that. And then people are starting to listen. They're talking. They're less talking. Now everyone's starting to look at me. Now I'm doing all these impressions. I'm grabbing this thing. I'm like, Jack Nicholson as, a, <laughs> as your local dog catcher. Hey, everybody. How are you? Here I am. Everyone's like, ah. You know, people are easily impressed. They're like, ah. Jack Nicholson. 
and Al Pacino. <laughs> what? Oh, look at this. Look at this crowd. What? And now, every, now I'm starting to get this. It's building. I'm actually starting to do well. And at one point, I'm killing. And I'm grabbing. Now I'm using. I'm getting, it's going to my head. I'm grabbing all this. Shit. I got the cape on. I got the hat on. There was a. There was like a little a, a bin. I opened the bin. A bird flies out. I'm around the room. People are going nuts. They think. They think it's all part of my act. They have no idea. And I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm crushing. That, to this day. That was the best set I've ever had in my life <laughs> to this day. I've not come close to it. I was blowing the when people were like that he was blowing the roof off. I'm crushing it. It was like a Godfrey set, and I'm killing. I'm thinking this motherfucker headliner who didn't even talk to me is gonna be so proud of me because thanks to me I turned the whole show around. If it wasn't for me, so I get off right and I'm like so feeling you know feeling my oats. I walk off. <laughs> And the crowd's going nuts, and they're clapping. People are standing up. they yelling to me, hey, fucking yeah. Meanwhile, as I walk over, I look at the headliner. I think he's going to be all happy. He's he's purple. He's like this, purple. Like, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I didn't, did I go over? twenty? He said 20 minutes, 20, 20 maybe two, 22 minutes. I well, uh, And all of a sudden, as he's screaming, you son of a bitch, they go, your headliner, the magic. <laughs> Of Billy Jones. (laughs) So he walks up and the crowd sees him yelling at me going, you're a fucking asshole. You're a fucking. So now the crowd's like turning on him. Like this guy's yelling at the poor guy. We loved him. He goes up, silence. They're all just staring at him. And he's doing material. And he, they, he's tanking. <laughs> I mean, the silence in the room, silence. And then j- the guy comes over to me, Steve Bix. He goes, I don't know what he's going to do. He's going to do 45 minutes. He just did his closer. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing with the bird coming out of the thing. It's why I'm going to let the birds over there now. You did the closer. I don't know what he's going to do. <laughs> guy bobbed for like 40 minutes. Got off at 15 and left. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. Can you believe it? That's a That's hilarious. Where he really got he got mad, but he really I shouldn't have said this. When he got, then it came. I went to apologize, and he wouldn't accept my apology. And then I stupidly said, "Do you mind if I do the bird thing tomorrow?" <laughs> <laughs> and I think he probably cocked his hand back to hit me, and I just walked away real fast. <laughs> It was worth every minute. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. That's, I was hoping that's where that was going. That yeah. Was, was and like, that's please, true. Please let that be. Please let that be what happened. That's yeah. fucking great. Another not yeah. dramatized story. It's just oh. that pathetic. Thanks for, thanks for being on the show, man. Thanks so for having such me. Such great, such great insight in this crazy world. You know what I mean? Crazy. Like, you is. have a whole other level. I love it. And uh, where uh, where can we catch you next? What's going what on? Gonna, what do you got? No, the end thing is, where can I catch you next? <laughs> I'm going to be in front of four <laughs> people at... Um, <laughs> What are you doing? Dangerfields the bird thing? tomorrow what are you doing night. The bird thing again? <laughs> yeah. uh, I have a birthday what's party. Your, uh, tomorrow. Social media. What do you got? So at, at, at Twitter, well, okay. I would say Instagram is best. It's Bob DeBono, D I B U O N O, Bob D I B U O N O, and then just uh, f- uh, my fan page on Facebook. Okay, Bob if you want to um, book like a crazy Trump thing, where do they, where yeah, do they go? Yeah, my to website, bobdebono.com. Okay. That's awesome. Uh, Anthony, what do you got going on? Uh, you could follow me on social media at Anthony Kapfer, K A P F E R. Uh, I have a book called Book the Book. It's on <laughs> Amazon and AnthonyCapfer.com. 
How do you spell that, Capfer? K-A-P-F-E-R. Cap. Like fur. a cap with fur on it, but yeah. if you spelled both of those words incorrectly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this is the slow bus here. Uh, you can catch me at Dustin Chafin, uh, my website, DustinChafin.com, for all my uh, touring, and uh, I'll be Atlantic City and Thanksgiving weekend. Check me out there at the uh, Tropicana, not the Borgata. And um, if uh, you're interested in stand-up comedy, you can go to my comedy coaching uh, website on Facebook, and I teach you the ropes of this glamorous business of uh, ruining magicians' acts and yeah. uh, peeing on your foot and all kinds of crazy stuff that can happen. <laughs> you never know how exciting this business is. Thank our special guest, Bob DeBono, in the building. So much fun having you on the show. Thank you, buddy. And uh, great producer and comedian, uh, Anthony Kapfer. I'm Dustin Chafin. I'll leave you with this. Bye-bye.